made for Okay, gather around, gather around the radio. I am Eric, he is Paul, we are Rotund, and this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by Top Shelf Breaks. This is the second time this week we've been uh, Rotund. Paul, what is up, man? Saw, dude. Saw, bro. How you, know, you doing? You are what you are. You are what you are. You and really when you're Rotund, you're Rotund. You're Rotund. Not, not to be confused with the Rotundra. No, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But we are Rotund. We are. That's all right. So, uh, as like I'm, a small Prius, like a small Prius, yes. a small. Prius. We're probably as big but, as a Prius. Yeah, um, we have a lot, we get good gas mileage. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Ask my wife. How are the shocks? <laughs> <laughs> How are the shocks? Oh, uh, all right, man. So uh, this is uh, show number two this week, and uh, I'm happy to be here, bro. I'm yeah, me too, man. I mean, you know, it's not. You know, we don't have the. You know the the big K and C masterpiece in here right now, but uh, that was fun. It was fun. I it's had a lot time. of fun with that. If you haven't checked out that podcast, please, please go back, rewind, yep. check it out. Posted it two days ago. It, um, a lot of people have checked it out already, and I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for doing that. But uh, it, it's a great episode. Uh, Kevin and Corey were here from the K and C masterpiece. So one hundred five point three, the fan CBS here in Dallas. They are the only live and local nightly show for. Uh, for the DFW area, and they are just tons of fun, literally and figuratively. <laughs> that was the biggest <laughs> show yeah, we've ever had. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, man, they were just they were just a lot of fun. And um, what I liked about it, honestly, man, we've had people in in, in studio before that that were uh, you know they were they were they were cool people, right, cool, right, have, right. cool guests to have on. Um, and outside of Pat Nishek, these guys were actually collectors so pat I mean, pat was yeah you know, pat and, was yeah and these guys were too so it was fun to sit down with them and, and pick their brains and and uh hear about their collecting habits and hobbies and and uh their kids as well so it's pretty cool man it was i i mean i had a blast i, did I had too. a blast it was good stuff sorry Corey, about your will clark collection yeah i do apologize that in happens. advance or apologize again but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right, so uh, speaking of collecting, let's get into uh, new products and pricing. What do you got this week, Paul? Dude, I got the one and only. The one everybody's been waiting for drops tomorrow, 929 on a Friday, uh, Bowman Chrome Baseball. Bowman Chrome Baseball. Bowman Chrome Baseball. Drops tomorrow? Drops tomorrow. Okay. Two options this year to buy. Okay, all, all right. right. Hit me. First option, uh, 105 a box. All right. You get two mini boxes, two autos in each, not in each. I'm sorry, two autos total. So one auto in each mini box. All right. Okay. So they changed the format. Yeah, change the format. Okay. All right. But then they really changed the format. Okay. So then that's the hobby version. Then there's the HTA version. Okay? All right. And that is 115 a box. All right. And you get one pack. 
Okay. But every card is an autograph. Oh, wow. And it's three autos. So one pack, three autos, 115. Okay. So you have your traditional where you're going to get you know a bunch of cards and, and build your set and get Man. the base cards. Or then you just have your, your hit only product. It's, you know, that's what it should be called, H-O-P. Hit wow. only product. What is, I got to admit something to you. Yeah. I don't know what HGA means. What does that mean? Home team advantage. Is that what it is? Yeah. So like I think the only way you could get this product is okay. if you were first direct with Tops, And then you probably had to order a certain amount of Bowman Chrome regular boxes sure. to be able to get that. That's what it used to mean back in the day when I was working at the shop. Okay. You had to buy the uh, you know every two regulars you cases you bought you got one jumbo case and and stuff uh, like that I so see. i think that i think it was tied in the way it was so i see all and right. they call it the home home team advantage home team for advantage. the guys that are the direct guys they get the they get the first shot at it all right okay. cool that's awesome so there you go what was the other product we got um i exelon there it is exelon magic Ah, is, yes. It's dropping. Yes, uh, yes. It's dropping. Normal, $92, $95 a box. I uh, did talk to Ian this morning. He's got it pre-priced and mm-hmm. already imported and pre-priced in the system. So yep. that drops tomorrow. Uh, and then he told me he'd, he'd take a look at it two weeks from now and make sure that the pricing is legit. Sweet. Um, but when he told me all this, he had, a, he had a smile on his face. So when he has a smile on his face, it means he's buying the product, which means it's probably uh, going to be pretty decent. So yeah, um, We've I learned that in the office. If yeah. Ian buys it in the gaming world, yeah, you, it's, it's you probably, probably okay. So yeah, too. so check it out. I don't know any of the, 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 the true ins and outs of it, but check it out. I think it's going to be a, another good product put out by MTG. Awesome. And then you said Artifacts Hockey dropped, right? Yeah, Artifacts Hockey dropped yesterday. And uh, What's the 411 on that? Uh, you know, it, it's Artifacts Hockey. It's, you, get, you get a couple hits of box you know um, okay and then um you're gonna the the rookie redemptions are the big thing here so okay so okay. You're looking for those uh man it's a this is like the first you know well this is it's it's the first hit based product of the year oh, okay so okay. um you know there's good stuff in it. i bought a couple of boxes last year and um, they weren't huge name like sean monahan i i remember but uh it was number eight Wow, dual, dual patch, you know, so number to eight. Very nice. And then there was a Pava Pava Bore uh, that was number to fifteen. Oh, I do remember a, you opening this now. Yeah, those so, cards are ringing a bell. Yeah, you know, and then cool. um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a it was a good product. So good deal. All right, so that's it. It's a little bit of a slow week, but it probably just because it's like when that blockbuster movie comes out. Right. There's no other movies out. Right. When Bowman Chrome's coming out, there's no reason to put a whole there's lot of stuff. There's no out. reason to put anything yeah. else out. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked at those cards. They look they look a lot different. They're, yeah, they look a, lo- yeah. a whole lot different. I'm not used to seeing um, material or patches in, in in those Chrome cards. Right, and, right. And they definitely had those in this. So. They do switching up a little bit. That's cool. All right, so. man. Um, on the new pricing side, uh, you've already mentioned the Magic pr- product, yep, so yep, I'll I'll, stri- I'll shy away from that. Um, Panini Preferred Basketball has been priced. It has Absolute Football and Tops Definitive. Um, oddly enough, Tops Definitive. There was enough for him to price in there. Yeah, it's amazing. It so, was a, it was a pretty product, man. You know, and I guess it, I guess it got broke pretty well. So, but it's a thousand dollars a, a pack, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I get. You know, I don't know. I guess the, um, I don't know, chasing those judges still. I guess I you guess, know, judges. Man. You know, he had such a huge boom sure. and then kind of dropped off, but now, man, it's. It's rising again, man. Yeah, he's all rise. So he's he's doing it again. That uh, number fifty he hit just what two days ago. Yeah, it was huge. And it it, it just sent his cards right back up the market. So, it did, it um, did. And then you know he's got you know the Yankees make it through the first couple couple rounds of the playoffs, man. It's 
Sky's the limit again. It really could be the sky's the limit again. I was watching the Dodgers last night for I don't know why. Really, I think it was just because <laughs> it was, it was L.A. Hard. You were up late. Yeah, and, uh, you needed something to watch. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Um, yeah, I was. That's pretty much what I was flipping channels and the programs that I was was watching. They 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 went off the air, and the Dodgers were on. So I was like, hey, let me check it out. And uh, up to bat was one Cody Bellinger. And uh, he's he's still pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cold. But he has like what do you have? Thirty nine home runs right he now. He does have thirty nine. You know so I mean? he's not far behind that McGuire number. He's not going to reach it. But no, no, he's not going to reach it. But he's going to the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here you got Bellinger, you got Judge, Ben Attendees in the playoffs. I mean, sure, these are three top rookies going into the playoffs. That's you know? uh, so I think that's going to be pretty exciting. And and Bregman. Let's yeah. not forget Bregman down in Houston. Yeah. So when you're talking about cards, collectability, and products that are out right now that are hot, you got four guys that are, that could just boom explode. That's absolutely correct, and that's another reason why you should probably be uh, subscribing for an OPG pretty soon if you haven't already. Right. Because this playoff run, even if it's just a month OPG, right? Um, it's it's important to keep up with. Yep. Because things are gonna be changing daily, man. It's gonna be busy for us. That's for sure. Well, not for us, but for poor Brian. Poor Brian. Right. Be busy keeping track of all keeping that. Keeping track of that. Uh, also, another reason for you to be subscribing to an OPG uh, are the football rookies. Uh, those yeah, guys man. are hot. There's so many of them, and there's so much bad play in the NFL right now. Let's be honest. That there's gonna be so many more that are gonna get a chance to play. And, right. Um, you know, a guy like Chris Carson just coming out of nowhere. You know, with all the injuries mm-hmm. in Seattle. Right. Got the starting nod this week. Let's see what he does. Cream Hunt's just killing it. Uh, Galladay had a good game the first game. Right. Slacked off the last couple games, but he's still a part of the offense, you know. Um, it, there's just so many guys. You know, McCaffrey, I think, is going to have a big role coming up here soon with, yeah. with, with Cam being limited in his mo- mobility. I think they're going to start utilizing him more. Um, you know, Trubisky's going to get his shot off the bench a little bit. You know, I don't know if Glennon's going to make it the whole year. Watson's playing phenomenal. I mean, yeah, he took sure Brady is. down to the last minute and what was that, last 42 seconds of that game. Right. Played phenomenal. Looked good. Looked Michael Vickish, right. as, as we've heard this week, um, which is a good thing. Minus the dog issue. Minus the, yeah, minus any other <laughs> off-the-field issues at this point in time. Um just a ton of guys out there, man, and, and a ton more. I know that are just going to come up. You know, I mean, Corey Davis has had a had a tweaked ankle, but he's got a shot down there, and 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 with uh, Mariota throwing the ball well, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to just seeing. This could be a this could be like last year. It was kind of Dak and Zeke and Wentz, and then in, you know maybe a little Jordan Howard here, and you know a lot of the other guys just kind of fall off. I said this one. I really think there could be eight to ten guys we're still talking about in December. I think so too. Um, you, you mentioned Watson, and I want to remind everybody to get behind our uh, our new hashtag for Fridays. Uh, Fridays are hashtag. That's right. Fridays are for ha- fat packs. Um, they got that Deshaun Watson giveaway to uh, to to give away at the end of October. Tomorrow, tomorrow Friday is the first official Friday of the giveaway. Nice for you to be uh, getting entered entered into. So uh, wear your fat pack shirts. Show it. Take a screenshot of you listening uh, listening to the show. It's got to be the current show. Um, you know, just do something or at least the current date. Can you give me the current date on it? I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, videos will get you two points. Uh, we'll, right. uh, we'll take. We'll keep a point system. Dude, we got to give him some points for buying Beckett Gear, man. Yeah. Go to Beckett Gear. What is it? What is the actual website? It's BeckettGear.com. 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 There you go. Hey, I spit it out there. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Definitely get extra points if you actually have something in hand. So, hey, uh, Speaking of Beckett Gear, I want to give a shout-out now to uh, Jonathan Cocker. He uh, he sent us a couple of uh, Jace Strong bracelets. Jace is his son. Yes. And uh, um, 
well, just a shout out to Jace too, man. Um, Jonathan has got a an amazing little kid, and I want you guys to go check him out on uh, Twitter at Jonathan B Cocker. Um, go go check him out. Uh, learn more about Jace and uh, learn how you can uh, help support him. But he bought a T shirt. Sweet. And uh, he took a picture of it the other day, uh, him wearing it. So uh, nice. I'll give him a shout out. Uh, to John and say thanks for that and everybody else. Donnie Springfield, you bought a you bought a shirt. I don't know what it was. I think you bought a hoodie, maybe. Got a hoodie. Um, yes, the hoodies are awesome. Yeah. I just wish we didn't live in Texas for Pete's sakes. You know, it's fall in Texas and it means nothing. It means <laughs> nothing, man. It's still gonna be eighty nine degrees it, today. It's so. ridiculous. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But anybody up in Canada, yeah, get your hoodies. Get your hoodies. Get your hoodies before we're there. Yeah, get <laughs> your hoodies before we're there. Um, speaking of Twitter, still we are doing a Thursday, Thursday night football giveaway. We are. We got some good stuff up, man. Yeah, sure do. Somebody so. was dogging it earlier, and I won't talk about who they were. But um, that is a nice patch of Reggie White. I'm sorry, it's out wait, of ten, wait. right? Somebody was dogging our Somebody giveaway. Somebody was dogging our giveaway. Was right? it Manco? No, it wasn't Manco. Was it Genovese? No, 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 ah. no, wasn't them. But um, yeah, man. But that that jersey's legit. It's a great piece from Reggie White. Dan Hampton Auto Suite. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good giveaway, man. What a you know what f that dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll rename him. We'll leave him nameless now at this point since you just said that. Man, so. <laughs> dog my giveaway. Dogging it, man. It's a giveaway. But I, I explained to him that we're Beckett. We don't have cards. It's not right. like we make cards or right. have cards. It's really we're limited to to our giveaways on what we get generously from. Was it Whitland? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> get generously from the. Uh, from the card companies, you know, everything we open, we give away. So it just depends on how, how lucky we are when we open packs. Exactly. So. And I and I or you and I have to go back there and search through the stuff and find teams that are playing each other. Right, right. And That's I'm, which is why we didn't have one last week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, here here you go. You got you got Dan Hampton for the Bears and Reggie White for the Packers. Now are they playing right now? No. No, but, but it's classic still, it's guys, classic man. Stuff. It's classic stuff, man. Eighty five Bears defense and the Minister of Defense. What what more could you ask for? I don't I don't know, dude. Man. I don't know. People are tough crowd out there. Tough, tough crowd. crowd. All right. Uh yeah, whatever. Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> uh I want to give a shout out right now, if I can, to uh No Pipe Publishing and Faux Fiction Audio. They are the guys behind our interview guest that we had mm-hmm. yesterday we, we we spoke to uh his name is kurt clopton we spoke to him yesterday on the phone he is the creator and author of a new comic book superhero called super guy super guy and uh you know he was a I super think guy i think it's about himself <laughs> you know be. i think it's about himself um we we sat down and talked to him uh give those guys a shout out again uh no, no pipe publishing and faux fiction audio it it was great i'm going to let him tell you about it in the interview about how how all this is going to work but uh, it was a good interview, and uh, it, it's going to end our superhero September uh, run of things. And again, um, it's been a great a great giveaway month. We've been we've had some really nice giveaways. We still have one still going on. But I thought, why not end end superhero September with a new superhero? There you go. That works so, for me. Uh, that's why that's why we got him on the show. And I was really appreciative that he was here. He did a good job, and uh, he's got some great things to tell you about. So we're going to come back on the other side of this break with Mr. Kurt Clopton. Brad from Beckett Authentication, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. And we're back from that quick break. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us again today. We had that special episode uh, yesterday with the guys from um, 
Well, the KNC Masterpiece was here yeah. from CBS 105.3 The Fan, hanging out with us all day. We posted that up for you, but uh, this is our regular weekly show. It is, it is. So, and I'm thrilled to have this first guest on the phone with us. He, uh, So we're, we're in the middle of Superhero September. That we are. And this is the last week of September, so we had to end on a bang, right? We did. So why not end with something new and cool? Right. And his name is Kurt Clopton. He is the author of a book called Super Guy. And we're going to get into that a little bit uh, later. But first, Kurt, how are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Awesome. You we are doing excellent as well. We're just hanging out here in the uh, in the office in the studio, doing a little bit of a, a little bit of pricing work in the in the sports car database. But it's superhero September. It's comic book time, and we wanted to talk to you. So thank you very much for jump, jumping on the phone with us. No problem. I'm happy to do it. Awesome. So, uh, Kurt. Before we get into Super Guide, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I live in Wisconsin, central Wisconsin, a uh, small town. And uh, let's see, I grew up in Iowa. I went to grad school at Iowa State University. Um, Go Cyclones. And I'm basically a full-time writer now, which really just means I'm a stay-at-home dad who's living off his wife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that perspective. That's a that's a good job if you can get it right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. So, how long have you um, how long have you been into comics? And then, do you you know what was the first one that you got? Do you remember? You know, do you have a story behind that? Well, um, I remember probably the most uh, influential one in, in some ways was uh, the Marvel Universe collection do you remember those at all it was uh probably early 80s 82 83 somewhere in there when marvel put out uh i guess they called it kind of the handbook of the marvel universe and they had you know a to b b to c and they would just have you know a little page on each hero um they went through it alphabetically and they had, you know, their height, weight, powers, all that sort of thing, their their origin story. Do you guys remember those at all? I'm going to burst your bubble here, Kurt. We are both too we were we were too young at the time to even remotely remember that. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if we just dated you. We, I didn't mean we didn't mean to do that, but uh So they came out like an encyclopedia basically, kind of like an index of all the all the different characters. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. I yeah. got you. I got you. Sweet. And uh, so I remember those. I, I, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of money growing up, so it's not like I was able to buy a bunch of comics. And, you know, so I had a couple of those, but I was never good enough to buy them every month and then, you know, save them and everything like that. Uh, I, you know, and that was when X-Men with Wolverine was quite big and... Uh, I was also a fan of Iron Fist, so I had a you know Power Man and Iron Fist, a couple of comics, but I never had a ton of stuff. Just couldn't afford to do it. But uh, probably the, the biggest thing is uh, Alpha Flight, if you remember that the okay. Canadian superhero group. Um, I did get like the first ten or thirteen of of those. I, thought that was a big thing. I thought I was really investing. I don't think they're worth anything. But, you know. <laughs> well, 
It's you always the case, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had a, I had a few other questions for you, but we'll, we're going to skip those. And I want to ask you, where did you buy comic books in Iowa? Was there was there a comic book shop around the corner? Because I've been to Iowa. There's not much there. So, No, I was – and it's a small town in Iowa. And so, yeah, no comic book store, no bookstore. Um, this, the only place that you could get them was – the drugstore in town, okay, you know, Iraq, and that was it. That was it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can I can see I can see a young Kurt just standing in front of that rack, just hoping there's a new edition just, out, just yeah. plowing over it, trying to find <laughs> something. That's that's pretty funny. It's like it's like us at the at the card store, like going through that box of Donruss again, looking right. for you know, hoping there's a pack that hasn't been searched or something like that. Right, right, right. That's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's so awesome. That's good stuff. So, what are uh, what are some of your favorite books that uh, have influenced uh, influenced you a little bit? Well, I um, hopefully this will you know bring it up into the time period where you guys will remember them. But um, I uh, you know I have The Watchmen, I have Arkham Asylum, okay. Dark Knight Returns, that type of stuff. The Tick uh, ah. was a big thing. It, it actually has a little thing to do with the book um and then of course you know i had my favorite characters iron fist and daredevil for whatever reason those were always favorites of mine those are not not bad books now now you're talking more our time yeah uh, a little bit more yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm all good on that <laughs> yeah. uh iron fist did you did you happen to watch the netflix series uh, iron fist <laughs> sadly enough i did yeah um, it wasn't great yeah, was it, it? Was, <laughs> It was not not great. Uh, you know, I, I liked the Daredevil one. Uh, the uh, what was it? Luke Cage was pretty good. Jessica Jones was pretty good. But the Iron Fist was really uh, not quite there. Not qu- yeah, it was it was not quite there at all. Um, I missed that one. Yeah, it, you, shocker! You, you know, I watch so much TV. Paul, you're not missing much not there. Missing actually, you should <laughs> just probably skip out on that. So let's let's just jump into Superguy. Superguy is a is a character that you created. Uh, in a book was recently published uh, from No Pipe Publishing, uh, your publishing company. Uh, wanted to give them a big shout out and thanks for uh, hooking uh, hooking us up with you. But tell us a little bit about Superguy and before we we dig real deep into him. Uh, well, it's a. Well, a comic novel, I guess you would call it. Uh, it's it, the character originally was based on a Halloween costume I wore way back in 1998 to a Halloween party. I just went as a generic superhero, barcode oh, okay. across my chest and black and white the whole bit, and uh, kind of stuck with me for a while. I was writing a couple other things at the time, so I just made a note of it in a notebook and you know over time just made a couple more notes when i thought of things and eventually decided to write the book sweet so off a off a, off a halloween costume off a halloween costume the inspiration I dressed comes as, from everywhere i dressed as my great aunt gertrude last halloween maybe Ain't nobody writing a book about maybe that. you don't want to write a book about no, great good. aunt gertrude she no, was I'm a good. lovely lady <laughs> no i'm good <laughs> okay. i think uh, Sounds to me like a Tyler Perry's Aunt Gertrude yeah, option right it, there. It does. That I, would be, yeah, I he, need, Tyler Perry could write that. I, I need could. to get a hold of Mr. Perry and see if we can make this happen. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so you, you got into to Superguy, and you got into the creation part. So how did, how did that go? Like, how, What was the process as far as getting that written down? You took your notes, but like, what was the process that went along with that? 
I had been um, writing for a while, so I kind of went about it in a weird way in that, you know, my first book I wrote just to write a book. Okay. You know, let's, let's make it book length, whatever it is, let's get it done. So I did that, and then the next one I set out the goal of let's write a really long book. So I wrote one about 120,000 words, which isn't really long when you get into you know, talking about fantasy books or Stephen King or somebody like that who writes really long stuff. But um, then the next two, I was really trying to write something that that I liked and that I thought would be, you know, publishable, which um, Superguy was the fourth one. And, uh, you know, I just, I liked the idea, so I had my, you know, my title, my notes of a couple of things that would be good possibilities with the character. And then I really just, I sat down and started writing. I don't, don't do a big outline of where the story arc's going to go. I um, kind of just start with that first scene. And then from there, you know, you have to tackle certain things and I'll keep making notes of, Oh, I got a, deal with this or deal with that. And then as I'm doing it, I also just kind of come up with other ideas and make notes to, well, I'd like to get this scene in here or this scene in there. And, and then I just kind of pushed it through to the end and, you know, then there's rewrites to tie things together, but it, it went pretty easily because it's, uh, there's a lot to work with and it just, you know, it's one of those things where you get into it and it, really kind of feeds off itself because you, you just kind of are writing, you come up with a, an idea and you know that you have to deal with a couple of things and it just kind of keeps writing itself. So it worked out pretty well. So that's that inner passion they talk about. Yeah, that, you know, that when passion. You're, you're really passionate about, about doing what you're doing. So that's <laughs> awesome. Good so, deal, man. So Kirk, I was checking out your uh, your website, KirkClopton.com, and I came across a very early sketch of Superguy that you shared. What are the biggest differences between 2003 Superguy and his current form? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, that was one of the first drawings I did of it. And um, he has a couple important things that happened where I had to lose the boxer shorts that he's wearing in yeah. that drawing. <laughs> um, because it comes up in the... I guess maybe the extra boxer shorts would be just too darn flamboyant for um, <laughs> a, a generic character. But uh, also in the book, they deal a lot with the tightness of the uniform, so I couldn't uh, hide it under boxer shorts, I guess, is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> um, it becomes a running joke uh, in it, uh, and because the government regulates the uniform you can't do any alterations to it so he wouldn't even actually be allowed to wear boxer shorts over the top of it and then um the other thing was the mask the i had a a full type of actually kind of an iron fist type of mask right uh originally and um because the super serum they use uh increases all the features gives you a uh, you know in a in a hero like way gives you a more square jaw gives you a full head of hair you, i couldn't hide the hair so i had to knock it down to just a simple mask ah we need some of that serum yeah we got to get some of that yeah we do <laughs> we, we have no hair between the two of us <laughs> no that's hair. Really sad 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us about well, some. And that's a part. That's a part of the story. Is that uh, main character is going prematurely bald, ah. <laughs> and and so suddenly when he he kind he actually accidentally takes this serum. He he doesn't know he's doing it. He thinks it's for something else, and um, and so then suddenly he's his hair looks more full and and he's his his clothes are tighter you know all these things start to happen so uh you know it would be nice if we could all get a serum like that for sure this is a this is a character i can firmly get behind it sounds like the underdog and i need to get i need to get yeah, he sounds more, just like a regular guy yeah which, just a regular guy which, but he's a super guy a super he's guy. a super guy your book has been published uh tell us about the tell us how that was how was that process for you well i uh you know, I didn't try real hard to get it published at first because you know, you when you're in, you don't make any money in in writing and in okay. books, and you certainly get lots of rejections, and um, so I never really tried super hard because I figured it was going to take some kind of personal connection to get it worked out anyway. But I sent out. Um, things a couple different times to agents and that sort of thing and I didn't uh, have any luck and then it was just kind of uh, a fluke I decided to send a couple more to a couple of people and the first one was of course your standard rejection that they obviously didn't even read it (laughs) and then um, and then the next one was at uh, Ben Gorman at Not A Pipe Publishing where he actually took the time to read it and liked it and asked for more, asked for the full book i sent it to him he was you know very enthusiastic he he actually read it to his wife and his son at night and um and they they all liked it and so there i was he he offered to publish it and i was happy to agree fantastic Good stuff. Yeah, (laughs) pretty. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I couldn't imagine working all that time and years and hours and send it off and just have somebody blow you off and blow you off and blow you off. I mean, for a for an author, that must be very discouraging. But I mean, you got to keep going, right, Kurt? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's very discouraging, especially you know, it'd be something if it seemed like they actually read it. But when you get just the kind of immediate turnaround of it's obviously a, a standard form letter sure. that, you know, you, you get a feeling, yeah, they, I don't even think they read the, <laughs> the letter I wrote them. Oh, wow. But, um, so it, it, it's very discouraging. And, um, I, in a way I probably am reasonably lucky with how many times I sent it out to get a response. But, um, at this point, uh, you know, it's it's really it's really just a difficult thing to deal with if if you don't like re- rejection. But if you like rejection, <laughs> this is the career for boy, you. This is this is where you need to be because <laughs> you, you get plenty of rejection. Awesome. That's awesome. All right, so Super Guy, man, it's led to a podcast, a forthcoming auto book set to be released next year. Super Guy's going to have his own. He's going to be cast with a with a full uh, line of voices and characters. So, what can we look? When can we look forward to the actual book coming out? And what can we? And where can we expect to find that? Uh, the audio book. Yeah, the audio book. Yeah, the uh, the audio book um, actually is going to start really soon because they're going to release it 
um, weekly, starting you know one uh, a podcast, a chapter uh, e- each week, and that starts October second. Oh, boom! And that's done okay. by Faux Fiction Audio. That's so right. Uh, F A U X Faux Fiction Audio. And um, you can go to their website, and they'll have it there. I believe it'll probably be iTunes, that sort of thing as well. And they'll release it every week, and that'll go through until about April, end of April. I think April 28th is uh, National Superhero Day, so they're going to release the full audio book on that day. Sweet. And, um, you know, so you can listen to it free up to that point and then you can buy it if you want to um but yeah it's uh it's pretty exciting because they have the full cast of of characters and sound effects kind of that old time old radio sort of sound to it kind of like a world war of the world things type thing where yeah okay awesome awesome good deal that's really cool um that's uh that's going to be exciting to listen to uh i'm 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 looking forward to tuning in uh Next week, actually, the full fiction I'm audio. I have to put and that on my, my calendar to remind me. Yeah, it's going to be it it's going to be pretty cool. Full cast. Uh, how do you feel about the full cast of your 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 book being given a full voice cast? That that's got to make it feel pretty special, right? Yeah, it's really pretty neat. I I've been involved in uh, listening to the auditions, and I got to give my opinion on. Uh, you know, different characters on, on uh, what they should sound like and that sort of thing. Of course, we're in, you know, it takes place in Milwaukee, so it's not <laughs> like we have a bunch of accents or anything, although we did <laughs> toy with the idea of um, kind of including a special, you know, not that it really exists, but, you know, a, a special extra incentive if you buy this you get the bonus edition with an actual british villain you know ah. that sort of thing <laughs> okay <laughs> that's funny that's awesome i'll have to get my pop and sit down and yeah uh, we're gonna make this a thing we're, we're gonna make this a thing up until uh april 28th of next year we're just gonna listen to every episode together and uh that's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of fun to listen to man just congratulations for this this is uh this is uh, something that is new. I, th- I think it's new and new to the market, and uh, collectors can get behind stuff like this, uh, especially with a new a new character. So, uh, kudos to you for being innovative, man. That's pretty awesome. Thank you, thank you. It's great. I'm I'm really happy with it. Um, maybe I'll be able to get some. Do they make superhero cards? Is oh, that oh a, of course, is that a yeah, thing? of course. In well, fact. If you want, well, we can talk off air, or I can talk to. Oh, uh, well, we can talk off air, but I can. Get, we can get you in contact with people who actually make superhero cards, uh, publishers, and can help you out with that. No problem. Yep. Oh, that's sure. cool. Yeah. That's great. And that's then you have to get an action figure. Yeah, an action that's figure. what I want to know is when the Superboy action figure is coming. Super out. guy action. Super figure. guy. Sorry, super guy. That's all right. That's yeah. Actually, yeah, that would be very cool if I can get into that. That would be great. That's sweet. A whole line of bobbleheads and and action figures. There you go. <laughs> and then, then the next Funko. <laughs> the next Funko. That's right. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, sir, we are up against it. We got to get back over to uh, our side of things and and do some work. But I wanted to thank you for taking your t- uh, some time out for us this morning. But before we let you go, go ahead and just plug away. Plug your Facebook, your Twitter, say hi to your mom, whatever you want to do. Just let our listeners know how they can follow you, follow Superguy, and be a part of this uh, this new this new uh, hero. Uh, thanks. Yeah, uh, you can go to my website. It's uh, 
KurtClopton.com. It's K-U-R-T-C-L-O-P-T-O-N. And uh, from there, I have uh, things for connections for Twitter and Facebook. But you can, you know, you can find me on Facebook, Kurt Clopton, and my Twitter is at Lathrop Polo. It's L-A-T-H-R-O-P-P-O-L-O. That doesn't make much sense, but it's a character from a book. Awesome. One of my books. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, guys, go check out his his. Uh, at, uh, I'm sorry, go check out KurtClopton.com. I was on there yesterday and the day before, checking out his blog. And if you want want a good follow along piece for the stages of the book and maybe get some back history of it, it's a good place to go check out. He's a good musician too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something for your for your ear holes. He's going to invade your ear holes. All it right. Kurt, thank you very much for uh, joining us again, and uh, we, we we look forward to uh, following along of your success here, and uh, we'll catch up again soon, okay? Thanks a lot for having me, guys. All right. No thank problem. You, Have a great day. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Break Officer here at Top Shelf Breaks, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul on Beckett Radio. All right, guys. Kurt clapped him if you need him, man. Uh Super guy. Super guy. Went to check out his website, as I mentioned in the interview. Uh, it's a great little blog. Uh, like, like I said, go check it out if you want backstory on how this all got yeah, started. Yeah, and he's a good musician. Yeah, good musician. Just go check it out. Have some fun with it. Uh, support him. If you guys are if you guys are comic book guys, go support him, man. Uh, new new products and new characters are, are not a bad thing, especially independent printers. We love those things. And... Uh, they're they're always fun to get behind, and again they got that new podcast coming out. It's, the first episode is next week. You're gonna get the first audio comic book on a podcast, first time ever. You're gonna get that uh, chapter one next week, starting next week. And that's gonna run through Sup- Na- National Superhero Day, uh, which is in April of next April. year. Yep. Yeah. yep. So April. Go check him out. And again, uh, thanks to. Uh, Everybody involved there getting us uh, hooked up, and I want to give a special shout out to Ruby, who uh, put me in connection with him uh, on a on a Facebook on a Facebook page, and okay. we made it all happen. So thank you, Ruby, for making that happen. And I apologize, uh, I apologize to you uh, via via Facebook Messenger for calling you, ma'am. Uh, as I said, I'm just I'm from the South. I was in the Army. It's just kind of ingrained in me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no disrespect by it. I promise you that. So uh, let's talk about a uh, well. How, how do I say this? And l- let's handle this with care. I had another like avenue of approach here for the yeah. show. <laughs> I'm and, sure you did. And then so, like something ha- things happen in the world, and you have to readjust. Yes. So uh, we we came in this morning to the news of uh, one Hugh Hefner dying over over the night. Yes, he did. And uh, immediately Betty White started trending on Twitter because. She's she's uh she's ninety five. Right, right. And they were like, Hide Betty hide Betty White. Just get her away. Hide her away. It's because he was ninety one, right? Yeah, he was ninety one. Betty White had nothing to do with Hugh Hefner. <laughs> it was just that people she's such a treasure that no one wants to lose her. Right. So they're like, Hide Betty White. So <laughs> That's funny. Between Betty White and Stan Lee, who was also not Stan Lee's what ninety one, ninety two. He's right there. Yeah. So between those two, I think people are, are losing their minds a little bit. But uh, it was funny to see Betty White twin, trending on Twitter because of Hugh Hefner dying. Yeah, that's pretty funny. When they have, they probably never even met. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's such such a crazy thing. So uh, Hugh Hefner passed, and um, well, I mean, I don't I don't want to sit here and praise him for 
for what he's known for. Right. I but mean, he is an American icon. He is on, on many levels. He is, yeah. and it's um, he just went about it a different way, I guess. You know, he surely did. So, um, and you can't deny what Playboy became. You know, right? Uh, it, it's a Playboy itself is an American icon. It is, and it's it's also, in some sense, helped a lot of people's careers. You know, yeah. it's a kind of been a jump start for many to uh, to make a career, make a life for themselves, better their families, and, and such. So, thank you, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's been, <laughs> you know, there's so much negativity that surrounds that in the world, but um, I guess it, it did have its positive it, it spin had, too. If you think about when it came out, it came out the first issues were in the early 50s. I think so. So you're right out of World War II. And then you're going into the Vietnam and Korean Wars, respectively. Right. Um, it it was in a, in a time that was absolutely just horrible. It was through, through those through those decades, and then when it evolved to you know was something well known authors today writers have. have People say they read it for the for the well, articles. I was gonna say, yeah, it's like you know you go to Hooters for the wings. Yeah. you know, <laughs> people say they read it for their articles, but in in retro, great authors came out of that magazine. You know, or you know, did short stories. I, I, not that it's a great movie, but there was a movie called The Box about a, a guy who shows up or a box shows up at your door and you can get a million dollars, but if you push the bu- if you push the button, you get a million dollars. But if you if you do, somebody dies. Ah, so that was turned into a movie. It wasn't the greatest movie, right? But it, that was a movie that came from a, a short story short that was in, that was in Playboy. So um, there's also a lot of collectability in the magazine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a something I'm not real privy on. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's not. But I mean, there's definitely just like any other magazine, any yeah. other comic book, or even Beckett's to some extent. You right. know, they definitely are, are gradable. Um, you know, the first issues, the se- you know, different issues. Um, you know, some of the people that have been on the front who have passed away, um, very autographable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of covers I saw on, on eBay and different sites that have been autographed by whoever was on the front, um, whoever's in the middle. You know, like they just, it's a very, it was like the thing to do. You know, even back in the 50s and 60s, I sure. think I see a lot of those that are signed by all the different people that are, that were on the cover. Yeah, of course. So I don't know if that was kind of, a, I don't know if that was a trendsetter or what, but I <laughs> would put it up there as it's been definitely very collectible um, item. So what I did was I went back and I looked for the, the top 10 most valuable Playboy editions, okay? Okay. Uh, and I found, actually, I found an article from two years ago. So this might be a little, it is a little dated, but uh, it's from The Richest, and it was written by Chris Williams. Um, oddly enough, almost a month, almost two years to the date. Okay. So uh, let's let's take a, let's, let's run down the top 10 lists, okay? Okay, let's do it. All right, here I'm we go. ready. Uh, number 10, November 1954. Okay. Centerfold Diane Hunter. Don't know her. I don't know her either. Okay. Um, sold, let's see, while all the while all the 1954 editions of the magazine are valuable today, obviously because it was the first first version. Yep. Uh, November is one of the, one of those elusive months and can be found on auction sites for over $300. So, okay. if you, you know, $300 is not bad, a bad start. That's legit. That's a, you know, that's a low-end Aaron Judge. Yeah, there you, know? you go. That's a low-end Aaron Judge. That's awesome. Uh, January 1955, and this one is completely, I'm not surprised. Uh, number nine here, Betty Page. Okay. January of 55. Uh, what does he say about her? Whew, the rare editions of the magazine of this magazine is genuinely listed, genuinely, genuinely, there you go, listed for over $450 online. 
Some sites have suggested it's worth of over eight hundred dollars. So wow. that's a, that's a mid in. That is Aaron Judge. That is a mid in Aaron Judge. There you go. All right. Uh, ooh, this one's been graded by uh, C- CGC. Okay. February and March of 1954, Yvonne Minyard and Dolores Del Monte. Okay. That's interesting. Like like the uh, how the leaves are classly. They're, they're, they're pasted over the areas. Yes. So uh, <laughs> it depends on where you look, but these additions, if in good condition, are worth anywhere between $1,500 and $2,000. Wow. All right. So now we're talking, right? Now we're yeah. getting Now we're, getting now we're into refractors and uh, parallel yeah, versions. Exactly. Judge autographs. Yeah. January 1954, first dated issue in first with the rabbit. All right. So the first oh. well, the first appearance of the rabbit. Then we're out the Energizer bunny. Yeah. Uh, not any... Yeah, as you can see, <laughs> the bunny looked quite a bit different back then. One of these usually cost between nineteen hundred and three thousand dollars. Wow, wow! So, All right. I don't know what are we comparing now. I, I don't, don't know, uh, man. Like, like that's like a trout yeah, auto something. No. Um, ni- June nineteen sixty two with nineteen sixty two with Marissa Mathis. Okay. Um, uh, what's there? About four thousand. A few years ago, one of these magazines sold at auction for almost four thousand. Wow! Oh, you know what I'm going through here, and I think I found number one. But go ahead. I'm just doing my own little research while you're <laughs> looking up that stuff. Um, August 1993, Pamela, Pamela Anderson and Dan Aykroyd on the cover. Uh, this is Dan Aykroyd as his character from the Coneheads. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, skipped it. Hold on. Let me go. Oh. Ooh. During Playboy's Year of the Rabbit auction a few years back in 2010, a copy of this cover was valued between $5,000 and $7,000. Wow. Number four. Okay, number four. September 2009, Heidi Montag, the original cover, so it means there's probably a variation cover of this. Oh, wow. Look at that. Variations. Um, she is covered in mud with a bunny drawn on, drawn on her midsection and is estimated to be worth a large total of $5,000. Okay. All right. This is one that uh, I would... We're in the top three now, right? We're top three. Top three, all Number right. three, this is one that I would actually buy right now today. Would you? Uh, because 19, November 1993, Jerry Seinfeld and various other models on the cover. I I love Jerry Seinfeld, so anything uh, okay, remotely, uh, attra- uh, remotely related to Jerry Seinfeld. I was going to say, he's not really attractive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would pick that up. Uh, wow, this is... Uh, ah, it was the Women of the Pac-10. Oh, okay. Okay. The magazine edition has been valued between seven thousand and nine thousand dollars. Jeez! Wow, that's crazy. Uh, and his mom never thought he'd amount to anything for a skin rag, you know. Yeah. Uh, March number two, March nineteen eighty, Bo Derek on the cover, which shocker. I, I can't. Shocker. Perfect, perfect ten, right? Let me yeah. screw it out here and see what I'm going to have to explain to my wife why I bought. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can afford it. For those born in the last two, three decades, Bo Derek was, back in the 80s was the Kate Upton, what is what Kate Upton is now. And that is a complete and total truth. That is truth. That is. <laughs> She's what Megan Fox was five years ago and what Heidi Klum was in the 90s and so on. Basically, she was so hot that it, that it hurt. And that's true, too. Her first major <laughs> film was called Ten and is, and a is both the name, <laughs> <laughs> and is both the name of the film and her rating out of ten. Don't search the rest of the internet. I'm the first to make that joke. A mint condition original <laughs> copy of her 1980 cover has sold for over $12,000. Wow. 
And number one. I think we both have the same one in front of us. Uh, Which makes sense. December 1953. Yep. Uh, the lovely Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Um, and a lovely picture of her, too. Yeah, she's clothed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, wow. While the cover art is well worth $10,000, a copy of the original magazine is worth between $20,000 and $40,000. Yep, sounds about so right. So just the cover art will get you ten, But... And, and, and this, oh, I'm going to bring this up. Go ahead, not to ahead. cut you off, no, but I ahead. found this on, I was just looking on eBay while you were looking up that article. Sure. And there is a, a graded copy of that on eBay right now. Okay. Okay. Um, it is graded, uh, the CGC graded 9.4. It's the highest grade, okay, that there is of that particular uh, magazine. And it's autographed by Hugh Hefner. Oh, wow. Asking price, $500,000. Was it listed last night? <laughs> probably <laughs> probably it was uh no it was not no that's funny no um this is i never thought that a playboy magazine would be no we're not like saying that. it's gonna sell for that but that's just what someone's listed it at right um but it is the highest the highest copy that they, that is out there so 9.4 cgc graded oh this is an interesting little thing here um, there were only 70,000 70, copies of the first edition printed because Hef didn't think the magazine would take off. Oh, doubted. Oh. And last night, he died he at 91. He was happy to be wrong, yeah. I guess. He died at 91 years old in the Playboy Mansion, which, oddly enough, Hef didn't own. Did you know that? No, get out of town. Hef, Hef sold the Playboy Mansion, to, so last year, I think it was last year, or maybe in 2015. He sold it. Uh, for half of its asking price. Okay. Of So it was $100 million is what he sold the mansion for. Okay. With the stipulation that, that he could live there until he died. Okay. Perfect. So this morning. I mean, that makes sense. That that makes sense. This morning in the Los Angeles area, there's going to be a a, uh, a plethora of young blondes looking for new places to live. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what you're saying is. The good, you should be a good Samaritan. Take them in. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't want any of that mess <laughs> in my house. Um, I don't need any of that in my life. It, that's not even. That's not for me. I'm just messing. With you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was a uh, when an American. Like I said, I had a whole different section of the show planned for this morning, but right. then that happened, and I just wanted to take a look at it because I was curious. And then when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's there's real money in that stuff." And uh, there's man. Now now they're gonna be. Uh, don't now. Don't go searching through your uncle's or your dad's collection. You, he probably doesn't have them, and you know, not those ones, anyways. No, they're probably not in good condition. Anyway. Because there are the other ones that sell for far, far less that you uh, that people have uh, brought up. And yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Them. Most of the copies they don't go for anywhere near that. Sure, it's just the you know it depends on who's on the front exactly. and, the, and the condition of them. So exactly. So, but hey, another, it's another collectible. It's a real thing. There's a real market for it, and mm-hmm. you know. There you have it. It's a little weird. It'll be interesting to see how it continues now with uh, yeah. with Hefcon. With uh, with Hefcon. So, didn't know. Say. It's also a Chicago-based company. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, his daughter. There's not much to do in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> his daughter has been running the uh, running the company out of Chicago. Oh, okay. So um, that's uh, that's interesting. I so he was just kind of a figurehead at the end. At, at the end, yeah, he's just oh, clearly. Um, all right. Uh, you asked before we started this section. Of the show, if there was any leftover mailbags that we didn't get to the last time, and there was actually two that I mentioned um, the last time we did mailbag, 
and uh, we haven't answered them yet. So we want to go ahead and get to that to the last remaining Fat Packs mailbag questions that we didn't get to uh, from a couple weeks ago. All right, hit me. So uh, first one is I think it's kind of a it's kind of a uh, we answered it in part last time. But Oz, what's up, Oz, down there in the uh, Australia land, Australia world? Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Uh, he wants to know, what is the craziest card you have ever pulled from a pack or a box? Did we answer that last time? I think we answered that, but, like, maybe maybe give us a different answer. Like, okay. Like, something. Okay. Because you said it was a Cal Ripken. I Jr. talked about the Cal Ripken one. Okay. But, like, maybe, like, patch-wise. I don't know. All right. Well, here. Okay. Then we'll go this story. All right. So, I am not one to... Um, as you know, I'm not one to uh, to drop any profanity um, very often at all, if ever. Right. And I remember sitting, it was 2001 tops, and I was with my buddy Kevin, and we were in his basement actually, which is kind of weird, but um, we had, uh, he owned a shop at the time, we had, t- we had bought a case, and we brought a case of uh, 2001 tops baseball home to open. Okay. And we were going through stuff, or whatever, you know, pulling the normal stuff, and uh, all of a sudden... He hears, oh, sugar from me. (laughs) And he knew something had happened because it was just so out of place. Like, and I don't even know what came over me other than the fact that it was a, it was a patch card, triple Mm -hmm. patch. It was Nolan Ryan, Ricky Henderson, and Mark McGuire, I think. Mm -hmm. And just a patch card was one of those ones that was like one in 783,000 packs. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't numbered, wasn't anything. This is 2001. So things were a little different back then. And he was like, ah! So we both went just nuts. We sold that sucker for $1,500. Did you really? On $1,500 on eBay. Wow. And um, yeah, so that was my O-Sugar moment. Nice. So there you go. So that that was pretty crazy just because, you know, you're opening tops. You know, you got these one in 700,000 things. So you're not really like, you know, you go in sometimes mindset like, all right, I'm going to pull an auto. I'm going to pull this. I'm going to pull that. Back then... You didn't have that that mindset that you were going to pull this like thing. It seemed so obtainable, so unreachable, and man, we nailed it. So it was kind of cool. That's that's really cool. Um, mine mm-hmm. actually happened last week here in the studio that we're sitting in. Okay, with that cream hunt that w- that I pulled. Oh, that was of, out of XR. <laughs> I have never, ever, 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 ever pulled a logo anything. Yeah, and that thing was sick. And that was half of the AFC patch. Yep. On from the uh, from from the jersey, so uh, number out of it was number five of five. Five of five, yep. That was uh, the absolute craziest thing, craziest card I've ever pulled from a from a uh, from a pack or a box. I what was that product that Upper Deck used to do? Was it Mystery Cut? Do you remember Mystery Cut? Yeah, I don't know if it was called that, but I mean, they've had like a that. couple different cut products. Yeah, yeah. Um, I pulled I pulled a Mystery Cut Redemption out of whatever product that was, and it ended up being some. Joey Bishop from the Rat Pack or something like that. Okay. So I thought it was going to be really cool, and it was it was doo doo. It was. Oh, I didn't care for that. That stinks. All that right. Stinks. Next right, question. What else you got? What is your personal favorite product of all time? One that is yearly now, if not the same. That is what. What's the last, What's the second part of that question? So what is your personal personal favorite product of all time, and one that is yearly now? Okay. If it's not the same. So okay, it's, all right. it's really two apart question. Okay. So 1998. Hold on. Let me. Wait, Stephen Radford. Uh, okay. At Stephen Radford asked that question. Go ahead. Okay. All right. 1998 playoff momentum is my all time favorite product. Okay. Um, they had the thick base cards. Okay. Um, picture on the front, picture on the back. No stats, no nothing. 
Like sometimes it was even, and they had the the, the last name going up the sides. So like if you didn't know the player, like you really had to almost look him up to see who he was. Love the cards; they were beautiful. They had the greatest inserts. Um, they had like box toppers. They had the, the coolest inserts, and then they had the gold cards. Okay. And they were numbered out of twenty five. And back then, man, getting something out of twenty five was just you know insanely hard. Sure. And um, they were just such a good chase, man. I think I went through like 24 boxes of that stuff and they were like $100 and $110 a box or something like that. Wow. And I've been looking, honestly, I've been looking for the last like three years on eBay and they don't come up at all. So if you have any out there, Fat Pack Nation <laughs> fans, <laughs> um, tweet at us and let us know because I'd like to get, I'd like to be on Open One again because I had such a good time. Um, the Mannings and Mosses and stuff that came out of there was just phenomenal. So that was probably my all-time favorite which I know is probably nobody else's all-time favorite, but sure. that was definitely my all-time favorite. Now, if you want to talk about current day stuff that's coming out on the market now. On a yearly basis. On a yearly basis. <clears throat> man, I think I've got to go. Like, I was such a huge, such a huge Topps Chrome football fan. Okay. Obviously, you know, with the, the licensing and all that stuff, that, that product doesn't exist anymore. So if I had to pick something current day to answer Steve's question, I would probably go with the, the optic Okay. I love optic. It's kind of got the same. I don't want to necessarily call it chrome because I don't like it when I when I say stuff like that. But it's got the same feel to me. Uh, it's got good value in your box. Uh, I like the autos. I like the the, the shimmer and shine to it. Um, the different parallels collecting the rainbow, and I think it's going to have that sustainability moving forward. I think we've already seen that. And I think it's going to continue that way. So I think I have to go with optic. Sweet. Um, man, I, that's I was sitting here thinking about my answer, not really listening to what you were saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Normal. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, thinking about my answer, and man, I don't. Mm, I love I love absolute. Every time we get to break absolute, I, I talk about how much I love it and. I guess that's, I guess that's my all time. It's kind of like the, it's kind of lower lower mid end, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, for price wise. Yeah. But I've had some really good pulls out of it, and it has that special place in my heart because, um, it was the first product I opened back from a deployment. This, oh, okay. Back, so back then, I was much like uh, Kevin was talking about the other day. I was a pro- I, like. I was a private person when I opened my cards. I just, I wanted to. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I didn't know that this was even a possibility. Like, it just didn't cross my mind. I was still in the mindset of, I'm in I'm in Baghdad and people are trying to kill me. So, I'm going to get this and I'm going to leave. <laughs> so, that's the mindset I was in at the time. Right, right, right. And um, so, I, I, bought, I bought the box and I took it home. Had I even thought about or even thought to thought about that I could open it in the store. Right. And then not have to drive back up there to buy more. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or get the correct holder that you needed exactly, or whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like I totally would have uh, opened it in the store. And actually, I, I say that, I tell that story. That was the first time I met Brian, who owned the baseball card, who owns the baseball card shop in Puyallup, Washington. That's what it's called. It's called the baseball card shop. So that actually sparked a relationship between Brian and I, where Mike Fruitman was my first card shop. Brian was my first card shop back from deployment. Okay. And uh, Brian, I've said this several times to people in private, and I've told him, Brian really saved my life. Like, because I was just in a bad, sp- I was in a bad place. Right. And Brian Makes let sense. me come in there and just talk. And like, he didn't run me off. He, he let me just talk and, and get through things and process stuff. And that, so yeah, absolute football was my favorite, and they still make it. So there you go, absolute football, easy enough. That's the answer. I know, I know. It might not be the sexy answer he wanted us to say some, you know, thousand dollar pack product or whatever. But sure. I, I like, I like stuff that I can obtain. 
Yeah, like <laughs> I, I've bought National Treasures once, and I don't think I'll ever be able to afford it again. I mean, that's a phenomenal product. Yeah, but it, you know, at three four hundred dollars a box for eight cards, it's a tough pill to swallow. It is a real tough pill to swallow. All right, guys, uh, that's that for that segment. We're going to come back on the other end of this break with a little bit of Beckett whatevs and uh, end out this end out this uh, second show of the week. So you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Word. This is Ian McDerry's Beckett Gaming Analyst, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Uh, Beckett Whatevs time. My favorite part of the show because we get to talk about, well, whatever we want to talk about. And there's a few things going on that I want to talk about as Paul is not talking. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm sorry. I was uh, distracted there for a minute. That's okay. Had That's a couple, all right. Had a couple things going on. But um, I want to give a shout out to uh, the kidney guy, the Nashville kidney guy. He is, uh, if you guys have been paying attention to the card world uh, at all, really, um, just before the national, there was a gentleman that uh, his wife posted a video. He needed a candy, a kidney transplant, and they found out that she was a donor. Oh yeah, I remember that story. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that story. And uh, today is kidney transplant day. Okay. So they're in, they're in the hospital right now as we speak. Uh, they were getting prepped up this morning, and okay. Um, it was going down today, so uh, Godspeed to both of them. Hope that they uh, uh, pray that it goes well for both of them. That uh, the body doesn't reject it, that, that it accepts it, and that uh, they both recover fully. That'd be a, a really good thing for everybody involved. Agreed. Absolutely. Everybody agreed. involved there. Um, so, some stuff happened last night in my viewing world. Okay. That I wanted. I, so first, I watched the. Uh, I was watching ESPN Thirty for Thirty. So wait a minute. Hugh Hefner did die. That's not your viewing. Right That's though, not right? my viewing. Okay, I'm just, checking. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, thirty for thirty, and there was there was uh, an episode on that I was really interested in seeing about Tommy Morrison. Do you remember Tommy Morrison, the boxer? Yeah. So it was a I, like I honestly I didn't know that he died. I thought he was still alive actually. Um, but turns out he died back in 2013, and it was about his whole career really after from so from Rocky Five. Okay. Through his his through the progression of his uh, of his uh, boxing career, uh, him contracting the HIV virus, okay. and then he was in complete denial that he even had HIV. Wow! All right, like complete denial. Hmm. And it was like he would accept it, and then he would just reject it. Okay. And then it was going back and forth for that like that in a while. Very interesting. Uh, Thirty for thirty called Tommy. If you guys remember Tommy Morrison at all, it's it was a great watch. Uh, sad, heartbreaking actually towards oh, the sure, end. Oh, sure, towards the end. I was gonna say towards yeah. the end uh, because he was not in a he he physically and mentally was not in a good place, and his wife was not helping the situation. Ah, gotcha. So she basically he like he wanted he more or less he wanted to die. Okay, okay. okay. He has AIDS, right? You know, and he he wants to just be done with it. Yeah, he is a. Uh, he is not even a picture of his former self. He like he's there's, there's no comparison. He's he's very frail and, and fragile looking, and she's carrying him around from uh, from hospital to hospital, from state to state. Okay. When their Medicare runs out from one state or Medicaid runs oh, out, she'll geez. she'll take him to another state. And okay. he pr- she prolo- prolonged his life probably about two years longer than what he actually wanted to live. Oh wow! They couldn't do anything about it. Hmm. It was a great great watch, and then right after that. Um, there was a episode that came on. It was a thirty for thirty short, and I laughed my butt off the whole time <laughs> watching it. And I thought of you immediately. 
because it was about your beloved Washington Redskins. Which I had never heard this story before. And uh, I was alive then. Yeah, in 1985. I was alive. I was kicking. I was eight. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, the, the U.S. Marshals set up a sting operation to capture federal, federal felons by giving, them, giving away Redskin tickets. That's a big deal, though, because yeah. the waiting list to get season tickets is like, like I think if I put my name on now, like my kids will get them maybe, you know, one ah, day. I see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a big deal. So it was a Redskins-Rams game. Okay. And these, they, it was it was everything you've ever heard of or seen on a TV or a Simpsons episode or whatever. <laughs> it, it was, they would send out this mailer and say, you had won these tickets and uh, call to confirm and then show up at this place at this date. And uh, we'll be giving away your tickets, man. So these U.S. Marshals conned 108 people. 108 to, yeah, people. To come turn themselves in <laughs> to, to get Redskin tickets. It was amazing to watch. It just goes to show you that criminals are not the smartest people in the criminals world. Criminals are not the smartest people now, in the world. Now, I do have one question. Did they get yeah. to see the game? No. <laughs> they didn't get to see the game? No. 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 That's kind of jacked up, man. They kind of set them up. They could at least let them watch the game. And then they could have taken him. Well, no, I'm just kidding. It, it was it was very funny. It was a, it was it, that was on a thirty for thirty shorts. So go check that out. You can watch those thirty for thirty shorts online. You can watch the other one online too. They're both really good. Uh, definitely go check those out. All right, well, um, good stuff, man. I wanted to ask you about fantasy. Yeah, you don't have a, you don't have an update. No, no, no. I was trying to look at the baseball the other day, and I don't even know. Like I, the baseball playoffs just confused the, the snot out of me. Yeah. Um. So I was all over the place. Although now, it's funny that I actually put the app on my phone that tells me every day that the players I have starting that aren't playing. That aren't playing. <laughs> the problem is with my team now is I had like eighteen people hurt, and I only have seventeen guys on the team. So that was part of the problem. So, um, no, let me let me look here while we're talking, and I'll see what I can find out for football while uh, while we're talking. All I would want to know is basically who's winning the league. Because uh, right now, we're having a lot of fun over in the DraftKings League. If you guys aren't paying attention to that, uh, we have a weekly a weekly game. It's free. All you got to do is sign up for DraftKings and uh, jump in and, and play. And sometimes there's prizes, and sometimes there's not prizes. The, uh, there hasn't been a prize in a couple of weeks, but I will get a prize up this week. I don't want to do it right now because uh, that we have a couple other giveaways going on that I need to finish, but uh, we will definitely have those going up. Paul's phone's being a little silly, so we'll get in a fantasy update for him next week uh, because what I wanted to do was talk about pl- hot players and how they're how they're affecting your fantasy league. But Yeah, yeah. no, I know that. Um, and how they can be. I know in one of my leagues, I know that some guy ended up with Gurley and Cream Hunt. Oh, my goodness And I'm gracious. just like, yeah, game over. I mean. You know the dude's obviously, um, obviously in good shape. You know what I mean. That's but right. No, my That's phone, right. <laughs> my phone sucks, man. That's okay. It is just not bringing up anything, anything at the moment, except for pictures of Tom Brady, which nobody wants to talk about. Okay, so cool, no problem, right, good no deal. Problem. That's that's no. Oh problem no, the, oh, fat pack play. Okay, so I am one and two. Oh, Paul, you're losing. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm one and two, and I play Jeff's great team. Two and they're two and one. They're in fourth place, but what I can't get to come up. And I keep hitting the button. Are the standings? They just won't come up on my phone. Okay, don't worry so, about it. All right, man, moving Move on. on. Uh, still moving right along here, back whatever. Want to give a shout out to Mr. Steve Grad and Claire Grad. Today is their anniversary. Oh, get out of here! Twenty-one years. God bless that woman. Yeah, God bless that woman. 
That's really <laughs> awesome. Uh, my, I'm, I'm saying that my anniversary was on, on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. So uh, I didn't realize our anniversaries were so close together. That is uh, uh, creepy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> my wife and I uh, have been together for eight years. Congrats, congrats. And uh, I, I said it the other day, but uh, man, love her. I just love that woman. You do? I absolutely love that woman. So uh, it's... Um, it's really cool, man. I, I like being married. I always get jealous when people when I see somebody's been married for twenty one years and uh, we've only been married eight years. I'm like, why can't we be married for twenty one years? <laughs> Hurry up! And they're like, wait, I'll be like fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be fifty either. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so happy anniversary, Megan. I love you. And uh, we had a good night the other night. You know, most people when they go celebrate anniversaries, they go to nice dinners and everything. Yeah. You know what my wife wanted? She wanted pie. We got pie. All right. And hamburgers. Nice. <laughs> I love that woman. Nice. <laughs> so That's awesome. awesome. We you went out ha- for a hamburger. Or did you like make them at home. We went out for a hamburger. Okay, I got uh, you. I got you. Wagyu beef. I don't know what that is, but it was delicious. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So we had hamburgers and pie, and it was a good night. Perfect. It was a really good night. I was uh, really happy with the whole situation. There you go. Got got dropped the kids off at the at the babysitter. Nice. So you don't you don't get to do that very yeah, often. Yeah, we don't get to do that very often. That's so awesome. Dropped the kids off. Went out had uh, pie and hamburgers or hamburgers and pie. Perfect. It's a good night for me. Good All right. Do. Good um, anything else? Anything else? Yes, I want to talk about. Uh, so we're wrapping up superhero September, and next month. Slamoween starts. Slamoween. Slamoween starts. This is also our third annual Slamoween. Uh, Slamoween giveaway slash uh, shows. That's what we're gonna yeah. call it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, 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 uh, You've been doing this longer than I've been here. Exactly. So, so uh, our first guest next week on the show is gonna be Susan from Tops. Sweet. Susan Laguardi, uh, Lajudi. I'm sorry, I said Laguardi. Yeah. Le- Susan Lajudi. She's not in the airport. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Lajudi is joining us from Tops next week. She's going to talk about their WWE products and their UFC products. Obviously, they put some good stuff out lately. They really man. do. That diva stuff was good. They really do. And I want you guys to be watching our Twitter feeds and our Facebook page and everything else for uh, weekly giveaways. On there, we have uh, so we have uh, some nice giveaways. Mm, I have a Charlotte Flair that we're going to give away, and I'm not real sure that I want to give it away. I know. I've, I've heard, yeah. I'm not real, real yeah, sure that I want to do that. That's yeah. part of your job obligation. Yeah, that I guess thing so. boss told you to. Yeah, that anyway. whole thing. Yeah, that whole thing. So uh, that's going to be happening the whole month of October. I also want to mention our new um, our new product, or not our new product, our new blog uh, post that will be happening, happening after every episode that's uh, called the Fat Packs podcast show notes there you go so basically that's either it's going to be either paul and i we're going to sit down and jot some more of our thoughts down about the episode uh a little behind the thing behind the scene things that you guys didn't get to see or hear that we talked about off air or whatever and uh hope you guys enjoy that because uh we like we like doing this for you and uh we want we like bringing it to you every week and uh there should be some craziness going on man i've got some ideas for some random stuff for random stuff i think we're gonna start doing a little more random stuff speaking of random stuff what you're looking at right now is completely random it is random tell us about that okay so you know not to not to delve into everything that's going on between politics and the nfl and stand up sit down fight 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 all that stuff but there's a guy uh alejandro Venalueva. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. He has a, a simple insert card from Donruss, a salute to service. Sure. Obviously, he was an Army Ranger, I believe, former Army Ranger, plays for the Steelers, big dude, a lineman. 
And this card has just taken the industry kind of kind of by surprise. Um, just a few weeks ago, you could pick this card up for two, three bucks now. Um, but now, it's like 30, 40 bucks. And some of the parallel versions of it are even more than that. So that, that's crazy. That, that's kind of cool, you know. Like uh, it, it just shows you that that one collectors and and this you know pay attention. You know what these cards are; they're relevant. You know in the industry, and um, yeah, I just think it's kind of cool. I think it's cool too, um, man. That whole situation that's happening in the NFL right now is one that we should probably shy away from just so we don't offend anybody or get anybody upset. It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, you're going to offend you're, somebody. You're it doesn't, wrong either way, right? Wrong either way and three ways from, from whatever. But, so, But in the card collecting world, seeing that card, just a base, not even, it's not a relic card. It's a little insert. Yeah, it's a little insert card. Just 40 bucks is ridiculous. It is kind of crazy. It's ridiculous. But people, people, people are buying like it, yeah. you know? People yeah. like it. So, you know, kudos to them for... for you know, getting behind him and, and his stance on it, right or wrong. Uh, he took a stance. People are behind it. And yep. it's it's in the hobby, and, and it's, it's real, and it's relevant. And that's why I want to say something about it. That's really cool. So, All right, man. Uh, I think that's going to be it because I'm looking at the clock. It is 11.30. That means stacy has got a plate of wings waiting for us over there at... Uh, she does. <laughs> over at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Gosh, man. I'm hungry. Yeah. Are you hungry? Dude, I'm I'm always hungry, but right now I'm a little more hungry. A little more hungry. A little more hungry. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed the second show this week. Yeah, man. Um, and remember this weekend, if you need Bowman Chrome, mm-hmm. I'm sure Chris Keller is going to have what you need. Chris has got everything you need. He's got Gridiron Week going on right now. Okay. Make sure you go check him out. I know he's got football specials and everything, yeah. but I bet he's going to sneak some of this baseball little in little there because it is this product is the bomb.com. And uh, also wanted to mention one more time, this weekend is the uh, it's International Podcast Day on Saturday. So make sure you're checking us out then. But it's also the 2017 People's Choice Podcast Awards ceremony. And Paul and I are, again, uh, well, the Fat Packs Podcast is nominated in the Games and Hobby category. Thank you guys for getting us there. Indeed, indeed. And now we're all sitting on pins and needles hoping that we what won. What time is the announcement? Do you know? I Have think you got an email? I know I haven't. I need to look at it. But yeah. I think it starts. I think this, this ceremony starts at 7. I'll, I'll put it out on Twitter for everybody to see. Put it on Twitter, man. I'm going to go nuts if we win. Yeah, I'm going to go nuts too and um, ask for a race. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is really going nuts <laughs> right there. <laughs> so that, that's happening this week. Do we get like a trophy or no? Yeah, yeah, the, we yeah, do. Yeah. Is it a chainsaw? No, no. <laughs> I'm just messing. No, Justin is not a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, it guys. Is, Sorry. It's uh, it is really cool. It's the same people that do the like the NHL Player Awards and the, and okay. the that kind of stuff. It's crystal, and it's more or less a hand holding a phone or an iPod or something like that. Perfect. So. So it's yeah yeah it's not so like a full hand it's not creepy or nothing right, like right. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Stephen King yeah, award exactly. <laughs> just chopping off hands putting <laughs> cell phones in them but that's, that's what awesome. it is uh, it, it's pretty cool so, so again it's it's an honor just to be nominated oh yeah for sure for and, sure we joke about it but yeah we're definitely excited about the opportunity sure. and um you know it's cool to be up there with the other people that are up there too yeah you know, there's some good people in the in the in the uh, nominated for this award so stupid D guys yeah um, <laughs> you know but hey they do their thing we yeah. do our thing we'll see who who has the best thing see who has the best thing all right guys that's it for this week uh, thanks for hanging out again i already said that once but thanks for yeah. hanging out again again and, and again and again and knowing then and no and knowing <laughs> then all right uh, guys We'll be back next week. And until then, just keep listening. Cue the drink.
Thank you.